Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger. Hi, Andy. It has been about two months since our last recording, and I'm getting to sit next to my buddy, Matt Basinger. This is Let Me Be Brief, and I'm Andy Rieger of J. Rieger & Co. with Matt Basinger of Swell Spark. We have the wonderful Jackie Wise from Emprise Bank in the room, and of course, as always, we're at the Let It Fly Media Studios. Today's guest is someone who's a little interesting because we're actually having our arms on one of her products right now. We have Sonia Rudolph of Very. Sonia, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Thank you. We have one softball question. All of the rest are very, very, I don't know, something. Easy. Lay it on me. Let's go. <laughs> what is Very? So Very is a uh, commercial furniture company where we make furniture flexible, simple, um, to elevate people in the workforce, and we do it fast. We get products into companies quickly. Now, when you say we do, like, are you making them? Are you helping work with other distributors and kind of cultivating? Like, what? walk me through some of the details as, as far as what this actually looks like. Sure. So I see a logo here, right? And, like, we got this fancy stuff going on. But. Absolutely. So, yeah, we are we are talking at a, um electric standing Vera desk or very desk. And uh, we started with the original Vera desk. We rebranded in 2020, right before the pandemic, to just very because we make all kinds of office commercial furniture now. Um, everything is designed here in the US and it is manufactured uh, in several places overseas, but everything, we are the manufacturer of our products. Where do you manufacture the products? Um, mostly, we uh, Taiwan is a big manufacturer for us, as well as some other uh, places around the world. So Sonia, you make these in Taiwan and other places around the world. How has it been over the last two years having manufacturing operations abroad and trying to grow a business at the same time? Yeah. So obviously the pandemic uh, threw a wrench into some some of our plans. However, we've weathered that storm really well in just the way we go to market. We do sell direct to consumer. We sell direct to businesses. So um, our supply chain during the pandemic time, for the most part, we've been very fortunate. Um, only a few hiccups here and there. And a lot of times when we have been out of stock, it has not been because of supply chain issues out, uh, you know, containers in the water. It's that we are actually servicing so many of our fans, we call our customers fans, that we're just running out of product. Um, to set up their home offices. It's like so the best problem to have. So I was going to add, yeah. and, and we try, you know, it's been, we've been doing this podcast for a, a year, year and a half now. We're filming in January of 2022. 18, 19 months, um, yeah. But uh, this, this work-from-home culture and how it's changed and shifted, we try to not talk about the pandemic as much, but mm -hmm. so much of what I, what I would anticipate being the boom of your business over the course of the last year and a half is that largely because folks are having to outfit both the home office as well as a uh, potentially an office and like what's that been like so the work from home trend that asks really yeah. concise questions I do. by no, the I way yeah, we just want to point that out the work from home trend was happening prior to the pandemic i think the latest uh report i had read at the time they'd said within seven years uh, up to 40% of folks would have a work from home component. Now, the pandemic sped that up dramatically. Yeah. 
and uh, workers from all over the country proved that they could do their work from home, which is then given them leverage to either stay at home full time or create a hybrid situation. So what percentage of your business would you say is sales to commercial clients versus uh, residential? Is that sort of the way you call it? Individual? Yeah. So I specifically work with projects, so I'm not, I don't really know that statistic, but I, we started as a business to consumer model with the Veridesk. So we focused on direct to the consumer at home. We then evolved into high level businesses, enterprise level businesses, projects. So I'd say maybe at this time the, the project business the, is, is growing rapidly. We are still definitely a business to consumer model as well. So, so let's back up a little bit. Tell me the history of Very. Is that a Kansas City based company? Are there Kansas City offices? Yeah. So I love this story. There is a Kansas City element. Okay. The founder of our company, Dan Flaherty, is from Kansas City. Uh, he still has family here to this day. Uh, back when he graduated high school, he decided to go to Dallas, where he is a still a great city. And what he he became extremely successful in a company that he still has today called Jemmy Industries, uh, the worldwide provider of the holiday inflatables that people like to put on their yard. Sure. But most famously, he is the creator of the big mouth Billy Bass, the fish on yes. a plaque that sings to you. So super fun company, very successful. And back uh, in 2008, 12, I believe, um, our current CEO, Jason McCann, walked by uh, Dan's desk and he was standing at his desk with a cardboard box and his laptop on top of it, which, of course, he said, what are you doing? He said, my back is killing me. Doctor says I need to stand more. Um, back then, electric standing desks were extremely expensive. He said, I don't, I love my desk. I don't want to get rid of it. I just need something temporarily to go up and down. So uh, Jason said, you know, I think we can do better than that. So he went back into product development, grabbed David Patton, who's a product engineer, and uh, good old American fashion, David went to his garage and came out with the prototype of the Veridesk. Worked great, and a uh, little time later, uh, Dan and Jason are on a flight for Jemmy Business, and they read an article in SkyMall Magazine saying, sitting is the new smoking if you're sitting in your office, you, you need to stand more. You need to move around more. It's detrimental to your health. And they looked at each other and said, we should make more of these. Yeah. Um, we incubated inside Jemmy. It was the perfect situation. They had global distribution in place. Uh, you know, They were able to reach out to manufacturers they already knew. And Veradesk was born. So how did the idea to what it is today... Is it all under sort of the same group of investors that started, the same operators? Did they bring in private equity to grow it? I mean, I know that there's the partner model for yeah. people like yourself, but how has it really grown to become yeah. what it has today financially? You don't have to give actual numbers, right. but just how was it done? So we are still, uh, we still have the same leadership we did nine short years ago. We're relatively, we are very young company. We are privately owned. And how did we grow? This is a beautiful story because my leadership team, our CEO, they're not furniture guys. They didn't come from the commercial furniture industry. 
but they do listen to their customers, our, our lifelong fans. They love the Veradesk. What happened was as time went on, our fans were saying, I love my Veradesk, but do you do seating? Do you do, I want the whole desk that goes up and down. I, I, I need a training table. I need conference room. They thought we can really evolve as a company by adding more products and uh, just the research on what's trending. We also wanted to stay true to our model of being able to deliver quickly, have inventory on hand, which is in this industry is, is completely different from what other commercial manufacturers do. So we were right place, right time. It's what the industry needed and uh, we're gonna stick to that. So it's working well. Do you find yourself competing most against companies that offer the same item or do you find yourself competing most against the mentality that people don't believe they need an electric desk in that particular instance? I believe everybody believes they need an electric desk. Everybody, it seems as though I've been in this industry a long time at very uh, first when the electric standing desk height adjustable desk came on the market. They were a little more expensive. Sometimes you, your company required you to have a doctor's note to even have one because they were a little pricey. Now those costs have come down. People realize sitting too much is not good for your health. And if you're doing it eight hours a day at a desk, that's not good for you. As new projects have rolled out over the years, everybody's incorporating a height adjustable component, almost everybody. So they do know they need it. Um, so we are probably in competition with other manufacturers as far as the, the product itself, but how we go to market is unique. And uh, we think uh, have, we have the edge there. So what has the growth looked like most recently? As you mentioned, you all went through a rebranding effort over the last couple of years, and you're focusing on more than just the standing desk. But for you working with this team over the course of those yeah. years as well, um, are, you, are you hiring folks here in Kansas City? Are you growing in Kansas City? Is the growth elsewhere? Are you doing a lot of your stuff digitally, or is there still a big like in-person component to help folks fit out their offices or fit out home offices? Yeah, we are growing uh, all across the board. Uh, we started our project-based remote locations, Kansas City, for example. Um, it's only about two to three years where we branched out of Dallas. Okay. We now have 15 remote. We're in 15 remote cities. Uh, we launched Dallas only in September. Um, I started in August. Okay. And by the end of uh, this month and next month, we'll have two more headcount in Kansas City. So I'm super excited to have a, have a team here. We're going to be really pounding the pavement. And our company as a whole, we are constantly hiring from customer service to IT folks. We are growing rapidly. And, and so how are you acquiring you know, for specifically for you, you're very project-based, it mm -hmm. sounds like. How are you getting the projects? Are you, do you guys have sourcers? Do you just let calls come in? Do you work through third parties that bring leads? How does that look? Uh, we, it's a, it's a several pronged approach. We have a fantastic marketing team who uh, reaches out uh, on a national level. Uh, we have target accounts who've, who have purchased very 
uh, Veridesks in the past, and it is our job to educate them and say, hey, I, I know you love your Veridesk, but guess what? We have so much more now. And from me being boots on the ground in Kansas City, it is shaking hands and kissing babies. And that is what I've been doing. It's networking. It's letting folks know what I do. And, you know, businesses, people do not need furniture every single day. So it's my responsibility to let them know what I do. So at the time they know they need it, I'm there for them. What new product or new division are you the most excited about? What's making the biggest impact on your day-to-day life? In- uh, and with that, let's also talk about what does the future look like in terms of where your future. industry is going? Yeah. Mm-hmm, the future. So there's a couple of products I'm super excited about. Uh, we, have the, we have them now, but we have a quick flex wall system. Um, we're all about flexibility, right? So there was a gap in the industry between using panels to divide space over here or using an architectural wall system that is very expensive. There was a little gap in the middle of the market and we have a perfect product for that. Um, So for a company that needs extreme flexibility in how their layout is on a quarterly basis, that's a great product. And then we're also coming out with an executive desking line that incorporates the Veridesk. So you could actually have your Veridesk right here. And then if you want a more executive look, Mm -hmm. we'll have a neat uh, product that you can encase that'll give it kind of a more elevated look. Yeah. So before the show, we were talking a little bit about commercial real estate. Um, Obviously, with real estate, having a good lender is important. All those things, those project-based elements. Jackie's in the room. Jackie does a lot of that. But that's why we're all talking about it. Talk to me sort of about that spin that we were talking about going into commercial real estate. Yeah, we have a fun spin in that, back to Dan, uh, our founder, he um, it was an investor in some real estate, and he, he himself was very frustrated with tenant improvements, the cost, the time. Um, it's not good for the environment. And he thought there's got to be a better way, right? So he purchased a building in Dallas, the old Zales headquarters building, completely white boxed it, concrete floors, exposed ceiling. And we used very little drywall to build that out, five to 10%, then utilized our quick flex walls, all of our furnishings. And then he decided to lease it out to enterprise little companies who they didn't want co-working. They were too large for that, but they didn't want a traditional lease of five to 15 years either. They needed something in the middle because they were growing so rapidly. They didn't want to go through uh, a furniture buying process. So put a premium price per foot on the lease. We wanted, it was really a test pilot program. Worked fantastic. We leased up in very short time. Uh, was so successful. We did it again with a different building. And now in uh, Capella, Texas, we are building uh, our third Vera space location mm. from the ground up. So part of my job is to find brokers, asset owners who want to do something like that here in Kansas City, who want to be unique and trendy and offer a service that I think is really needed right now. Sonia, it's fun to see just how something maybe from the outside as as simple right i'm doing the air quotes for those who are listening (laughs) as furniture how it it gives so much of an insight into what the needs are of offices right now um having said all that i'm cutting off the business part of this conversation because this is let me be brief we don't want to go over time so 
We have one more question for you. Oh my gosh. By we, Matt means he. Yes. Matt this doesn't is, let me ask This is the question. only question that I actually care about. Just kidding. <laughs> What's the coolest thing you've ever done? Can't that, talk about work. Can't uh, talk okay. about. Okay. Well, this is such nope. a subjective question, right? Yep. So, because the no. coolest thing I think I've ever done is completely different than what other people think the coolest thing of I've course. ever done. So, yeah. the coolest thing other people think I've ever done is I have done in the past, and I will do again, stand-up comedy. Yes. I have. I actually. Knew it. I actually, back in uh, not not too long ago, a couple years ago, uh, got decent enough to MC some shows at a comedy club in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I got to meet some super cool people. Chris Farley's brother, and you know, just and uh, was he as funny as Chris? And uh, yes, I'm just gonna say yes in case he's listening. Awesome, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, that's the best. So yeah, that's that's a pretty cool thing. I love I, it. I like it. I love it. And I would like yeah. to also point out when we met today and we shook hands, we had an electric shock we in did. our handshake. Thus, this was the most electric wow. interview we've ever had wow. on Let Me Be Brief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sonia, on behalf of Let It Fly Media and Prize Bank, obviously for hosting, Jay Rieger and Coast, Wells Spark, thank you so much for sharing time and talking a little about what you do. We're so excited to see your growth in Kansas City. We need to talk offline because I need some stuff at my offices. I'm here um, for you. And hopefully all of our listeners feel the same way. So uh, best of luck. Uh, we'll talk to you sooner and later. Thank you so much. <laughs>